morning, friends. This is actually daily encouragement. By the time you guys hear this episode, it will be December 19th. But in real time, it is really Thanksgiving today. I hope you guys had an amazing Thanksgiving, by the way. Um, you know, I was thinking about it this morning. As far as Thanksgiving goes, like, it's cool to thank God for, like, the things right in front of us. And, you know, not to, I'm not saying we're superficial with it, okay? But what I mean is we need to be a little bit deeper in our Thanksgiving as far as what is God redeeming you from right now? Like, what burden is he unloading from you right now that is going to overflow into Thanksgiving in your life that is so much greater than what you're experiencing right now? Does that make sense? Like, we got to be in a state of Thanksgiving that will carry us through. You know what I mean? Not just, okay, God, I'm thankful for, you know, my job or thankful for those things. Those things are great. However, you know, think about maybe your mindset at times about your job or about where you live or about the people in your life. Is is that not really the biggest burden at times is how we're thinking about things and how it's impacting us individually. And so, you guys, I just want to take it deeper today with that. Um, I want to live in a place of Thanksgiving before God that's a little more compelling for me every single day that will actually give me the fuel I need when, you know, there's things in my life and there's things in our lives that God is calling us to that may be, you know, completely different than what we've ever experienced, you know? And so anyway, you guys, today we're going to be talking about the real and the ideal, unpacking your present burdens today so you can move into the future. And so this week, you guys, we were talking about maturity, discovering your fact of existence. You know, my husband and I were kind of discussing that, I think on Monday and, you know, asking God the question, what is, what is the fact of my existence? Right. And then just realizing that, you know, some of the, you know, you existing and then, you know, we talked about bonding the next day with, you know, giving yourself grace uh, to know how, how you're bonding with people had been unhealthy to you and who, you, you know, who you became as a way um, of bonding with others and how that impacted your life. And, you know, you've got all these angels sitting around the throne of God and, you know, they're able to sit there and worship him so freely. And then you, on the other hand, all this, have all this knowledge of your life and how you used to be and how that can be so debilitating at times, you know, and those are the areas of our life where we need God's grace the most. That's where you're going to experience the most liberty is not in the liberty of the things that you know are good and understand, but in the things that you understand to be a burden to you that are weighing you down and putting God's grace in those scenarios. That is really where true freedom is, you guys. But giving yourself grace for that and, you know, being able to be in that place. Uh, then we talked about boundaries, external and internal boundaries. You guys, we talked about, I talked about that yesterday, you know, the difference between the two um, and how really, you know, just begin to take those steps to know the difference in that way. You know, what is an external boundary and how do you develop the internal boundaries, which I did not have you guys. And, uh, you know, anyway, so let's just jump right in. So this morning I was just spending time with the Lord. I was just thinking about my life and kind of the, the journey he has me on. I'm not going to share everything with you guys here because it's quite a bit. But just some questions and just some thoughts I want to share with you guys about this whole thing of um, unloading your present day burdens so that you don't bring them into the future, right? Isn't that people's biggest fear? And that's one one that I'm realizing about myself. I don't want to do the same crap I did before that put me in the hole that I found myself in, right? I mean, you know, especially if you feel like you're starting to come out of the hole and then, you know, you're looking into the future and you're like, oh crap, I don't want to sabotage everything. I don't want to go back to where I was. So you might not even move forward and do anything. You'll just kind of stay stuck. All right. So I'm going to try to read off my page, you guys. If it takes me a second, then you know how that goes. I'm really, really uh, classic for not even not being able to read all what's on my page. All right. So in order to move forward in the future, we got to untangle our burdens from the past. Okay. 
What are some of the biggest issues on your heart today? How are you going to move forward if you're not even addressing those things, right? It's like, oh, I want to move forward, but I'm going to carry all this baggage on me, right? And you can feel it at times. How far do you think you're going to be able to go? Or how do you think you're going to feel in the process, right? Or you can fake yourself out and be like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I'm just building my muscles, right? Like, you know how they, you know, you add a little bit more resistance. So you think, okay, if I add more resistance, then I'll be able to do this, you know? You guys, our heart is much different than physical exercise, okay? You have to be freed up in the heart to do the things that the Lord wants you to do, right? You're not helping yourself by living that way. Um, I don't know about you, but if I'm carrying stuff like that, I don't have any peace. I don't have any joy. I don't have the fruit of the Spirit, okay? Anyway, uh, so what are some of the biggest issues on your heart today? And what shaped you, okay? Why is this such a burden, Are you willing to face it? You know what I mean? Are you willing to ask yourself the question, how did I become the person I am today that that is carrying the burdens that I'm feeling at this current moment? Ask yourself those questions, you guys. I'm trying to give you the things in my mind and the things that the Lord has brought to my mind that is bringing about this freedom. And I'm going to be honest with you guys right now. I don't even like to talk like that at times. Oh, this is what the Lord said to me because some people can start to idolize you in some really weird, creepy way. Or... Uh, people can use that against you, right? It can become a weapon either way. So, you know, it's like, I got to take a risk somewhere. And it's like, look, these are the things that are coming to my mind. I'm asking God these questions. You know, the word speaks to us through our thoughts. It says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So I'm just trying to share with you the questions that have come to my mind that I believe the Lord has opened me up to. Cause I, from my experience, God is, you know, the God of those aha moments when you're like, wow, I never saw that before. I never understood that. Right. So that's a way that you can kind of distinguish between your own voice and the voice of the Holy Spirit is, wow, I never saw it like that. God, because God, he sees all perspectives, right? He sees everything. So when you can see something you never saw before, you know, that was the Lord. Right. So let's, let's move on here. Uh, do you not move forward because you don't want to repeat the mistakes of the past? that hold on you guys i'm flipping the page here that uh left you feeling the way you do now right i don't i know i don't want to continue to think the same way i did into the future god forbid that scares the crap out of me but why is that so much easier at times to do right like it's easier just to stay where you're at than it is to go forward all right okay so for me i lived a life of burden and as I've said before, living with my hand over my own mouth. Okay. That was easy for me. Okay. Because it was predictable. I knew how their, I knew their thoughts and I could just live by them. I lived by what everyone else thought of me. I told you guys that one of the biggest burdens I had too was Lord, why do I care so much about what people think about me? And I asked them the question and I'm sitting in the room right now recording this podcast where I asked God that question, just sitting on the side of my bed, just crying like, Lord, why do I care so much? And my next thought was because you've internalized man's judgments of you. I was like, what the heck? I never even, that never even crossed my mind before. And I was like, start asking the question, okay, how do I internalize people's judgments of me, God? And I started asking that and I started trying to to seek to understand. And so what I would do is people would talk, right? If, especially if it was about a subject that was dear to my heart, like being a good Christian, right? Serving the Lord with all your heart. So if there were people around me that would make critical statements about Christians or say Christians are this or that, I would take that thought, put it into my mind, and try to live by what they perceived as being a good Christian or not a good Christian. I lived by someone else's ideas and thoughts of the things that were dear to my heart. I didn't even pay attention to what I thought about it 
I was living by what everyone else thought, which I told you guys before. That's all rooted in how I was raised as a kid. I put my stuff aside. I lived by what was good to my mom and all the kind of stuff that she needed. I put myself aside. So I lived by everyone else's thoughts. All right. And guess what? If it didn't work out, I could just blame them. I was looking to you. I was doing what you told me to do. Right. There was no accountability for me. It was, so it was easier to live that way. Okay. Uh, there wasn't much. Um, hold on, you guys. There wasn't much accountability for my own way of living and thinking. What would happen if my heart's choices that it desperately wanted to make came out into the open? That's a whole nother thing, right? You got these things on your heart that you want to do, things that you're thinking about, desires that you have that God has placed there. But you've never experienced what your life was like living by those things on your own. You never, you never lived out your own life's decisions and your thoughts and your opinions. You don't even know what the outcome of that is. So that's a little scary. It's easier to predict everybody else's because you've been doing it for so long, right? So what's going to happen if you live out your own? That's the question I'm asking myself today. What would happen to me, right? I lived by the safety net of others telling me what to do for so long, drifting through life, okay? Never considering my own ways of being. Never paying attention to how other people's, how, how I was even letting other people's thoughts into me. How I was even allowing other people to be, have such a place inside of me that they had no place. You know, and I look back on it and I was like, a lot of the people that I gave myself over to, we didn't even have good relationships to begin with. Like I wasn't even bonded to these people. I thought I was. You guys, I told you I bonded in the wrong ways and I've still taken that stuff into my adult relationships with people. You know, those old patterns of being. You know, looking for love in all the wrong places. Maybe if I just do what they want me to do, they're going to love and accept me, right? They're not going to abandon me. They're not going to, you know, uh, disengage from me. They're not going to do what my mom did, right? I'll, maybe I'll find that place I'm looking for if I just live out this person's thoughts and opinions, right? Maybe I'll gain their acceptance. We'll see we're on the same page. Oh my gosh, you guys, that's so freaking exhausting. Try to do that with every single person around you. Live by their thoughts, their opinions, how different they all are. How confusing are you? How confused are you going to feel? You're like all tangled up in that. You don't even know who you are aside from all these other people, right? You're like a chameleon in a way. And they wonder where, uh, what's that disease mentally where people got all these multiple personalities? <laughs> you know what I mean? Is it just them living by other people's thoughts and all these different ways? They're so confused. They don't even know their own thought from another person's anymore, right? Just like people who don't know their own thoughts from God's thoughts. You know, that's why people have a hard time discerning God's voice. Is it my voice? Is it God's voice? Whose voice is it? You know? Anyway, you guys, I'm getting off track here, but it's just, just something I was just thinking about. Okay. So yeah. What would happen if, uh, hold on you guys, what would happen to me? I, okay. I lived by the safety net. We just talked about that. So, okay. I had lived in someone else's perspective, um, and what it was like to live. I've never known what it was like to live in my own. Okay. Why was I afraid to acknowledge my own heart's my own heart's talents, desires, skills, hurts, goals, plans. You guys ever been afraid to do that? Or is it, or, or, or maybe you don't do it because the Christian community tells you, uh, die to yourself, right? Don't, don't, don't live by your heart. You know, you're selfish. Your heart's desperately wicked, right? All that stuff we hear, even though God says he's going to place desires on your heart. The Holy Spirit lives in your heart, right? That's where all life is. Jesus tells you to look in. So you're looking in, but you're, the culture, the Christian culture especially, is telling you you can't look in there because it's wicked, right? Because they haven't even received God's grace in themselves to realize that that's where God's grace penetrates is in that wickedness that you're now aware of. I'm glad you recognize your wickedness. Hallelujah, right? Now you won't sit there and, and push it out into the rest of society. Okay, cool, right? You can change your legacy. You can change 
the pattern that you're living by, right? Anyway, so you guys, you know, have you been paying attention to those things though at the end of the day, right? Your skills, your talents. Now, because I hadn't been around anyone on that thought level, I wasn't hanging around people that were telling you to take full responsibility for yourself or I wasn't hanging around people that were encouraging you to establish your own identity, right? People, people applauded me if I did what they wanted me to do, right? If I thought like they did, I was getting a pat on the back. I was validated. I was bona fide. You know what I mean? So I, I was like, it's good to go. I, I, you know, I'm good to go because you're telling me I'm good to go. And, and I realized, you know, when I started to be like, wait a second, when you, you know, when you start feeling the weight of someone else's decisions on you, you're feeling like depressed, you're feeling stressed, you're feeling like burned out. And you're like, you start to speak up about it. Like, wait a second, you know what? I, I don't like this. How did they start treating you then? Right. That's when they start pulling away. That's when they start criticizing you. That's when they start judging you. Right. That sucks too. That's its own pain in itself. So you're like, okay, at least maybe if I continue to live by what you want me to do, I can neutralize the pain that I'm already feeling. Right. Cause who wants to feel double? You're already feeling burdened by not living by your own convictions, but now that you start living by your own convictions, they start attacking you and you don't want to feel that attack. So you just, oh, I'll just go back to doing what you say because it gives me a false sense of security. You guys, I did that for a long time. That's why I can pick these things apart for you because this is what I did. God is finally helping me to understand this process so I can share it with you guys, right? At least give you some insight to your own self in this way. Have you done these things, right? And then let God take you on your own journey, right? There's no, there's no partiality. There's no favoritism. Ask the question. God says, seek me. You will find me if you seek me with all your heart. Are you giving him all your heart? Are you giving him all your burdens? Are you allowing, you know, the Lord to help you face those things that you don't want to face that are keeping you from living the life that you know you want to live? Who's responsible for that at the end of the day? At the, at the end of the day, who's going to be held responsible for you not getting the results in life? When God told you, I've given you all the tools, I've given you all the grace you need. You have access to me. You have access to the throne of heaven. You have access to all the resources that he has. What are you going to say to him? What excuses are we going to make at the end of the day, you guys, for not living out the things he's told us to live? Anyway, let me continue here. Okay. Uh, yeah, I hadn't been around anybody who was thinking like that. Because, okay, um, I, what does that say? Dang it. Oh, I anchored myself to the perception of the people around me, right? It felt safe and familiar. Uh, safe because it wasn't, um, hold on, you guys. It wasn't common. Oh, safe because it was common to all men, right? So the people I was hanging with, the thoughts that they had, everyone was having them. So it made me feel safe. It made me feel like I was in the right place. Everybody was doing it. Everybody was thinking the same way. There was a security in that. I wasn't hanging around people that were in the headspace I was seeking to find. All right. So you may fear making the same mistakes over and over like I did, but God will make you, but God will show you how you were thinking that led you to that burden to begin with. God will not withhold good from you. If you don't want to repeat the past, you have to be willing to understand the thinking that led you to it to begin with. You have to face yourself in this way. Adam tried the same thing. I was naked, so I hid. He looked at the physical outside thing. He thought it was him just being naked that made him afraid. God's like, who told you that? Whoa, bro. Like, what are you thinking? Your thinking, your decisions, you living by someone else's knowledge instead of the knowledge of God is what led you to feel afraid, right? The knowledge of God is supposed to produce what? Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, forbearance, gentleness. The knowledge of God produces good. When we don't live by the knowledge of God, what do we get? You get the same thing I went through, burdened, 
condemned, judged, criticized, right? All those things. When you know that, that's what that's, Adam wasn't living by the knowledge of God anymore. You can tell the difference. You know you're not living by the knowledge of God when you are living with your hand over your mouth and you don't have the fruit of the Spirit because God only produces good. That's what it says, you guys. All right. So when your thinking changes, your life changes. Isn't that what Romans 12 says? Everyone's famous scripture. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Are you renewing your mind, people? Come on, you guys. I only say this because I'm telling you, if you grasp what I'm telling you right now, your life will change drastically. This this is a drastic change for me. You guys, I'm dreaming about things and doing things that I never even thought to do. I'm a part of a podcast right now. We're talking a podcast group. You know what we're talking about right now? We are talking about touring the United States, doing conferences. Oh my God, you guys, that scares the crap out of me. Never even could see, never even thought anything like that would be possible in my life. Honestly. So I'm telling you, there's so many, there's so much good inside of you. There's so much good things that God wants you to experience. If you just have enough courage to get yourself healed right here, you don't, you don't even know what you love. You don't even know what you're interested in. That's the thing. You know, the things that you used to maybe to love to do as a kid or whatever, you don't even know what God has put in you. All these new things, all of a sudden just start to come out and you're like, wow, I didn't even know I liked that. Or I didn't even know I wanted to do that or go or go there, have this experience or do this or that. It's all buried underneath the pain of their thinking you have right now. So if you get that fixed, everything else will fall into place. I only know from experience, you guys. That's why I talk like this. All right. So I won't, I won't. And here's the thing. And this is, this is assurance for you as well as it is for me. I won't be able to repeat the past because I understand my burden. Do you guys understand your burden and the weight of it? All right. I know how my burden of silence was created. All right. So you guys, what what is your burden? Ask yourself the question. Okay. What do you want, but are afraid, but are terrified to do it? What do you want in your life, but you're terrified to do it? You guys, I wanted to be able to make my own dang decisions without worrying about what people thought about me. That was like my dream life. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Come on, you guys, be real with yourself. What's God going to do to you? You already, God ain't going to punish you any more than what you're already punishing yourself just by thinking like that. Seriously, he came to redeem you from that. Like, seriously. And I think because we, so here, here's the other thing, y'all. Because we're in the church and the people we're in church with talk like that to us and they use God's word, right? Isn't that what the enemy does? Comes as an angel of light. You know, you sound like God, but feel like the devil. They use God's word to convince you to to, to think certain crappy thoughts that they do, even though inwardly it's producing everything opposite than what God intends, but they use God's word to keep you back like that, right? The whole thing with deny yourself. That's a perfect example, you guys. I'm, I'm not even joking you. So what is your burden? Okay. What do you want, but are terrified to do? Right. What, what, what did I, and I already shared with you guys what I wanted. I wanted to be able to live my life without apologies or approval or acceptance from other people. I want to just be able to do what I want to do, what's in my heart to do and not seek permission from other adults to do what this adult right here is only called to do. Right. I want you guys to live that way too. So God will give us desires of our heart. Right. Isn't that what we always say too? God will give you the desires of your heart. And when it says that, don't get it twisted, yo. Come on. It means he will give you desires that he put inside of you. Not because, you know, come on, let's be real, y'all. Some of the desires that we have at certain times, they don't always serve us. Okay. They seem good. But when you actually do it, it makes you feel like crap. Okay. That's not a good desire. Like be real. If it's not producing good in you, 
if the thought may feel good, but then you, you do that thing and you're like, oh man, this sucks. Okay. It's not a desire from the Lord. That's just you trying to solve your own problems apart from his knowledge, right? And you don't live by the knowledge of God. You feel it. So, you know, God, what have you put in me? Like, you're only going to give me good. I don't really understand it, but what good desires have you given, given to me, right? God has given, he says he's given the body, the body of Christ, you know, grace in its various forms. Everyone has a level of grace in them or the potential if they accept it to, you know, experience God in a completely different way, right? He's given everyone gifts and talents and all these things. You got to ask God what yours is. That's your responsibility, right? Um, here are a couple other questions, you guys. Um, so yeah, God wants to give you desires on your heart. Do we believe the ones he gives us are, oh, here we go. Here we go. Do you believe the, the, the desires God gives you are the burden? Ask that question. I used to think it was a burden serving God. I was like, Lord, what? I'm supposed to serve these people and do this or that? Hell no. Like, I didn't want to do it the way I was doing it, but I did it anyway because my my understanding of what God was calling me to at the time was very kind of narrowed to other people's understanding. I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't putting my thoughts and my perspective into the situation. Okay. So I, I thought it was a burden to serve God because the way I was serving God felt like a burden. So I was afraid to even ask God because my understanding of at the time was a burden. So if he's going to give me a desire, it's going to be another burden. And I don't have any room for any more burdens, God. Like, so whatever, you know, I'll serve you. I'll do this and that. All right. So maybe ask your, check your beliefs about that. Do you believe that the, that the desires God's going to give you are going to be a burden? If so, just, just say, confess it. Just get free. You guys God, what is he going to do to you? Um, you like I said, you're already abusing yourself just by thinking like that. So just get free. Uh, do we believe, Oh yeah. Do you believe you are God right in that way? Okay. Would you carry, okay. Would you carry such a burden if you had the knowledge of how not to? What if you knew how not to carry it? I mean, isn't that better knowledge to have, right? The knowledge of evil, the knowledge of the burdens, the knowledge of the pain, the knowledge of the suffering, all the knowledge of the things that we look at in the world and think, oh my God, when are you going to come back, Lord Jesus? No, wouldn't you want to have the knowledge of good, right? Uh, would you, would you carry that same burden if you had the knowledge to not carry it? If God told you how to get free, wouldn't you want to know how to get free then? All right. Um, would you be where you are at if you, if you had the knowledge to go a new route? Come on. How many people would be like, man, if I, and you know, they always look to external things, right? Man, if I just had more money, oh, if I was just doing this or that, they think, oh yeah, that's going to solve all the problems when God always goes back to wisdom. He goes, if anything, just seek wisdom, seek thinking in a way that's going to bring life to you. Because once you have wisdom, you can do anything, even with money. What good is money in the hand of a fool since he desires not wisdom? Okay. God gives you all the money in the world. Guess what? You ain't got the thinking to back it up. So you lose everything anyway. So what difference does it even make? Right? I mean, you can apply that to any single area of your life, right? Lord, give me the knowledge on how to do good, how to have good marriage, how to raise up my children good, how to take care of myself, right? Be healthy, right? Take care of the body God has given to you. What's the knowledge for that? What's the knowledge for your finances? Uh, God, what? how do I need to pursue a career or education? What What have you put in me that I need to develop? What desires do I have? What, what draws me, right? Ask the question. What knowledge of good do you need to be living by? Um, and I can guarantee if you knew it, you'd be doing it, but you don't know it. And maybe you think you know it. That's why, you, you know, that's why you're not asking. 
But if you knew, you if you knew, you wouldn't be getting those results because the God we serve is a good God. If the knowledge you're living by is making you feel like crap, you're not really serving the God that, of the Bible. You know what I'm saying? Why do you, why do you guys think? I just thought of this. You can look back and be like, wow, look at all those people did. Look at all they went through, right? Because they knew they knew something we didn't know. They knew what it was like to have the knowledge of God and what that was doing in them. Because it says that life, the inward man is renewed day by day by day. They knew that on the level that you don't understand because your understanding of God and what you think and believe about him is what's keeping you from the good that you want to have in life. So anyway, you guys, that's all I got for you today. Um, I want you guys to really be able to operate from a state of thanksgiving in your life. The thanksgiving of a redeemed life, right? The thanksgiving of a liberated life, of a free life of who you are in your core coming out. You know, you guys ever look at everybody else out in the world? I mean, let's just say even non-Christians and they're doing all these things, right? They're living out their talents, their skills, their passions, and they got, they're happy, right? In that way. I'm not saying everybody is, but come on. They have at least enough courage to do the things that they want to do that you could do if you had the same courage. Why do we think that God's made every person so different, right? Why do why do we think God shows favoritism? We must think that if we're not going to uh, even try to, approach him in that way. Oh, well, that's just so-and-so. Okay. So why, why do you believe you're lesser than everybody else out there? Like who told you that? Right. You guys challenge the knowledge you're living by who told you that, especially if it's leading you to feel afraid, who told you that that's your responsibility, you guys. And I'm just shedding light on these things because this is the process I'm going through right now. And I, you guys, I share this with you because I want you guys to be free. I know what it's like to live under the burden of my own silence, to, you know, live my life in a hole, someone else's hole, by the way, because I was thinking the way they were thinking. I, I mean, it really wasn't even my own when I look back on it. I mean, it's like, if I'm going to put myself in a hole, I might as well just do it with my own thoughts and not by somebody else's, right? Anyway, you guys, hope you have an awesome, awesome rest of the day. It is Thursday. We're, sh- we're closing down the week on the podcast. Tomorrow is Food for Thought Friday. Join me on Facebook. And we got Soul Food Sunday coming up with me and Scott. Uh, I hope you guys are being encouraged by Scott. He's got a lot of insights to offer to you. He's on this road too with me. He really is. He's got a lot to share with y'all. Um, you know, so that's why I like him, you know, showing up with us on Sunday just to share with you guys different perspectives and, and revelations he's having, you know, every single person on this planet is God's grace in its various forms. It's just a matter of you finding the grace that you need through the burden that you're carrying right now and asking God to unhook that from you, untangle it, get free from it. So you guys can be the grace to other people. So you guys, so when you guys can serve, you can serve God from a joyful heart. Like I'm doing right now, me doing this podcast is a way of me serving the people. Really? This is what I'm doing. You know, I can serve that way. I can do Facebook lives. You know, I'm working on some books, that kind of thing, because, um, this, this is what I can, this is what I can give people. I can try to give you guys the freedom that I'm experiencing because I want you guys to have it too. So I love you guys. Oh, don't forget to share this podcast. Come on, y'all. I need your help for real. When you guys share it, when you like it, when you rate it, when you comment on it, all that kind of stuff, it boosts up the algorithm because these stupid algorithms, I wish it wasn't that way. Right. But it's true. Whatever you engage with, that's what they're going to put out. So if you guys love this, if you guys love this podcast, share it with your friends and rate it and do all that good stuff so it can get out to other people. If you guys love freedom, then do what freedom does. Right. Share it with a friend. So. All right, you guys have an awesome rest of the day and I will see you next time.